Blog Talk Radio. Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is The Big Show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. I am very, very excited. I hope everybody's having a great week. I'm having a fantastic week myself. A little lonely here on the old homestead. Um, my lovely wife, Danny, is over on the uh, other Florida coast, the Gulf side, as they call it, uh, with her work for the week. So I am uh, me and the animals here all alone, um, but holding things down. But that's always a, you know, I got to tell you, don't anybody tell her that I'm getting a lot of projects that I've needed to get done, done. I don't know what it is. She's not a hindrance in any way. I just tend to get more done of that kind of stuff when she's not around. Um, I guess she's a little distracting, but in a good way, in a good way. Anyhow, my great week is um, continues on, continues on with our guest tonight. We've got a fantastic singer-songwriter, um, phenomenal musician. Uh, he's an actor, uh, a thespian, if you will. And, um, man, it's just talent turned up to 10. I'm really, really impressed. And I uh, am so glad he's uh, taken time out of his busy schedule to be on the show tonight. We're going to play a couple of uh, tracks uh, from our guest tonight, uh, Mr. Scott. Our, oh, I'm probably going to mess this up. Our Giro, I believe is the correct pronunciation. I could be wrong. We'll find out. Scott, I am so sorry if I messed up your name. No problem, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me on the program. I appreciate it. It's, it's Arduro. There's a lot of vowels in there, so not no worries. Arduro. Love it. Love it. I will never forget now. Anyway, Scott yeah. is also... <laughs> The Scotty Hollywood Band, pretty much, I believe, right? You bring in other musicians and whatnot uh, occasionally, and um, but it's you're kind of the spine of it, the, the backbone, if you will. I guess if you could say that, yeah, the backbone. I, I uh, definitely use a lot of musicians in Nashville and Denver, but uh, I'm kind of the heart of it, yes. Nice, nice. We were talking a little bit before we came on the show. Um, you mentioned you're from uh, uh, out there in the Denver, Colorado uh, metro area. Um, did you grow up out there, or were you uh, a transplant, if you will? You bet. I, yeah, I'm definitely a transplant. So I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a, a diehard oh, Steeler fan. And uh, <laughs> I, I spent some time living uh, – in San Francisco, so I lived out on the West Coast, back to Pittsburgh, and now I've ended up in Denver, Colorado. Fun, fun, fun. Pittsburgh, fun town. I, you know, one of the things, I grew up in Metro Detroit, and I don't know if you've ever been to Detroit. Um, anybody sure. Has. Uh, but Detroit's an interesting place. Uh, I left right as things were kind of turning bad. I hear it, it comes back. Um, a little bit, and uh, but man, it was it was rough when I uh, when I headed out uh, to school and whatnot. And one of the things I liked about Pittsburgh, though, is 
Detroit, you had all these ruins of the automotive industry, you know, abandoned factories and girders and stuff coming out of the ground, you know, just, right. you know, uh, rusting machinery and vacant lots, you know, that sure. kind of stuff. And um, Pittsburgh, very similar industrial background, but what they did there from a design aspect is they took and just kind of incorporated it into this really unique and interesting uh, cityscape. You know, I've always been very impressed with how, I'm like, you know, you don't have to, it's not like Detroit abandoned that industrial uh, background. They just, there just wasn't anybody to care, really. And I never Yeah, definitely. Pittsburgh, yeah, Pittsburgh celebrated the history, but definitely revitalized itself. And uh, it's a great town, Uh, you know, revitalized itself with a lot of industry and, um, and arts and entertainment. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good place. It was a good place to, to be born and, and raised. Absolutely. Denver's interesting. One of the things I like about Denver is, you know, there's certain towns and cities in the country. Uh, my wife, I'm not into this stuff. I'm kind of a skeptic. Uh, but my wife, man, she, you know, she owns a crystal shop and she's into all this stuff. And I'm not putting any of that down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm old enough <laughs> to know that I don't know everything about the world, um, but, uh, you know, she understands all that. But there's certain places that people say, you know, oh, if there's ley lines, that's when I go to Portland, Oregon, um, Savannah, Georgia, um, Athens, Georgia, Austin, Texas. Yep. I'm like, yeah, there, if there's ley lines, these places are on them. Denver's kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Denver's very modern. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on, but at the same time, you're like, did I just see something out of the corner? Is there, is that, was that a ghost looking at me out of that window? You know I mean? It's, if there's a ghost anywhere, it's going to be in Denver. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. It's just interesting. Right on, man. Interesting right on. <laughs> it is. But that's cool. It is. No, it's, it's a great place. No, you, you, your reach is all over the place. Um, you know, one of the things I really like about um, your, from what I've observed, um, and I could be wrong on this, but it seems that your artistic business plan, so to speak, you know, I mean, you could probably be tearing it up there locally, playing at the Ogden and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, and, and you might, uh, but it seems that you focus on, on, on a national, if not international market, you know, you, you're all over the place. And um, in my business, yep. for those who don't know, my day job uh, isn't podcasting. Everybody's like, yeah, well, so we're pretty obvious about that. Thing. No, my day job, I'm a painter and uh, I paint pictures of people and stuff. Nice. I've been doing that for Beautiful. five years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I look at other, I'm always looking at other people's businesses seeing what's working for them, what isn't, and saying to myself, how could, what are they doing right, and how can I learn from that? You obviously are doing <laughs> something right in addition to your talent, you know? Because talent's great, but you got to drive it. Well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think it's just uh... – you know, writing songs that I, you know, I've written songs since I was a kid, but it's really, you know, writing songs that are staying true to you and being authentic. And um, I think that's kind of step one. You know, there were years in Pittsburgh where I was playing in bands and I was, you know, I was wearing a black uh, 
ski cap and playing, you know, alternative <laughs> right. music. I looked like I had just robbed a convenience store or something. And there were some nights where I was like, yeah. oh, this isn't like 100% my personality. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, when I finally fit into what I do best, and that's like just hooky, you know, pop, melodic tunes uh, written from the heart, that's when it starts to convey with an audience. So we're having some good um, good promotion through the record company internationally and in the U.K. and, you know, all over uh, uh, Portugal and Hungary. And um, so it, it's, oh, yeah. been a, it's been a fun ride, and we're continuing to continue to promote it anywhere we can. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, yeah, Mike Stover and the gang over at MTS uh, Records is, is phenomenal. I have worked with them. I was just thinking about this the other day. We've been doing the podcast. We started doing it in 2013. Over 10 years now. Wow. That amazes me. Oh, man, yeah. you're a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like the old guard on it or something. And it's so funny because people always ask because everybody's starting. them, And I think that's great. I think people should definitely. Uh, more of the merrier, you know. Um, right on. People always ask me, they're like, well, how do you get on spot? You know, how are you getting these advertisers and all this kind of stuff? And I said, well, get a thousand episodes under your belt and it all gets a lot easier, <laughs> you know. But yeah. Mike Stover right. and MTS, I worked with them pretty much, I would say, 2014, 20, it's got to be right there at the beginning. A uh, long time. And I've met some of the most interesting people. They rep some of the right. coolest people. Yeah, you know, I mean, very cool guy. Uh, he he was on the show way back, been on it many times, but um, country music singer from Sweden. <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, that works for me. <laughs> you know, and he's good at it. You know, I'm like, That's I'm just picturing a cowboy in Sweden, but, you know, it's, Hey, whatever, whatever. Hey, whatever, um, man. No, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's great. You know, it's interesting when you say you're you found your niche because I think that's so true. I I have a good friend of mine who is a uh, a, a DJ, DJ's a big, pretty big time, and 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 all these festivals and clubs, you know, from Ibiza to wherever Vegas, and he, it's interesting. He's uh, Swedish also, and. Um, he was, we were talking one day, and I said, man, I said, what's in the water over there? You guys just wake up and write a hit song. You know, it amazes me. <laughs> and he said, you know, he goes, the secret is, he goes, it doesn't have to do, he goes, if it does great at a festival or a big club with lasers and all, it, that's great. He goes, but at its core, a good song can be sung around a campfire and still have an effect. Yeah, that's yeah. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I, that holds true for me when I'm writing. I, I make sure that uh, it's something that I can just grab a guitar, play the melody, play the song, and it sounds like something you could go play in a coffee shop or something. When you accomplish that, then you know you have a, a tune, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I wanted to ask you, too. Um, so you primarily write when you're writing is, is with a guitar uh, as opposed to a, a keyboard or a piano or some such? Yeah, great question. Uh, I kind of do it, um, you know, first and foremost, I, I think of a lot of melodies, you know, so I kind of, mm. and, and they seem to come to me when I'm walking. I do a lot of hiking out here in Denver. So 
I'm one of these nice. guys that has an iPhone that just has thousands of little <laughs> melodies in his phone <laughs> that I'm constantly humming exactly. into them. And, you know, some of them suck yeah. and some of them end up becoming songs, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'll sit down at a, either a piano or a guitar and sometimes a bass too, because a bass is just a, a root note and that opens you up for a lot of interpretation and you can take it anywhere. So it, um, you know, it doesn't direct you. It just gives you the root note and you can kind of go nuts with melody on top of that root note. But yeah, I just, uh, you know, just get some kind of instrumentation going and, and it, it kind of evolves from there. And then I'm, I'm really originally a drummer uh, and that's really that's all just I'm gonna say. in. Yeah. So I, I, you know, from the time I was a kid, I was a drummer I was a jazz drummer and, um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, there's a lot of drummers that if a drummer has a sense of melody, um, they can become, mm. you know, pretty good or great songwriters, a.k.a. like a Don Henley, a Phil Collins, Paul McCartney plays drums, Neil Dave Grohl. Yeah, um, Neil Peart, yeah, obviously, with the lyrics. So, um, but there's something about drumming where you really can interpret changes in a song and how to build a song and when you have that foundation and you can also write or write lyrics or write melody i think it's a good combination absolutely yeah, absolutely percussion i mean it's so i'm a child I'm, I'm a little older than you are uh, scott you know um, I'm, I'm a kid of the 80s so you know i was into all those yeah. new wave bands and stuff where they they turn the bass up pretty high and, and, and pretty fast through things. And the rest of the song seemed to follow that. It kind of led the dance, if you will. And I think you're absolutely yep. right on that. But, and, and, you know, it, I, I'm really, a lot of people are surprised. I, uh, oh, I don't know if they're surprised or nobody's gasping or anything, I don't think. I hope not. Uh, when they find out, I'm really into Motown music. And, uh, you know, like 60s Motown. Oh, yeah. And uh, just yep. obsessed with, you know, I'll listen and they're like, why are you into all It's so all heartbreaking. You know, and I'm like, yeah. I said, but listen to that bass, man. Listen to James Jamerson there. He's phenomenal. You know, it just blows me away. Um, and yeah, I'm not even those, a musician. Those songs, you know? Right. Those songs were really driven by a core bass line that was like the song. You know, you would hear those bass lines and it's, you can you can identify the song by the bass line. That's amazing. Um, that's really Absolutely. good stuff. And and what I aspire to, yeah. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. And five, six, seven, eight. We are all what we last ate. Workouts have changed. Oh, I don't want to lift weights. I'll get too bulky. Gyms were lined with endless cardio equipment. <sighs> no grunting. Get out. Fitness has changed. UFIT changed along with you. We added Olympic lifting platforms, heavy weights, more small group training and recovery classes, plus personal training that anyone can afford. Join today for $0 at UFIT.com. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us.
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. One of the great things, your latest track, The Phenomenon, and we're going to play this here in a minute. I know it just dropped right on the 22nd, like a week ago. Um, you know, it's such a great, great song. I say this as a joke to so many... I, I've never been in a band. I have, like, no musical talent at all. Just didn't get that gene. Um, but I've always hung out with musicians. You know, they're, they're, the, they're the fun ones to hang out with, you know. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. We were that. fun and painters. Uh, 
referring to, <laughs> you know. And uh, But I always joke with them, and I'll say, guys, you know, if you want an infinity pool, you ever go to a hockey game, you know, knock out a, the final countdown, you know, by Europe or we are the champions or something because you're going to get paid oh, yeah. every time, <laughs> you know, that gets Right on. Right on. Yeah. They, you know, everybody kind of laughed. They're always like, yeah, okay, Jamie, paint a soup can. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Yeah. (laughs) You're absolutely right. You know, the thing is, is I always make that joke, and I censure the video of the phenomenon uh, out to probably, I don't know, 150 people I know going, this is what I'm talking about. This is a very smart Oh, cool. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you've done that. This is a, a it celebrates, you know, and a lot of people are like that that aren't into sports, and I'm not necessarily like what I would call a sports guy. But you know what? There's a reason they sell Super Bowl advertisements for millions of dollars a pop, you know, because there's a lot of people that are into that kind of stuff. And here you've right. written a song, an athletics, a sports-driven anthem. You know, and I think it's so smart. I'm just tipping a hat, sir. I'm very impressed. <laughs> well, thank you. It's a great track. Thank you so much. You know, thank you so much. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it kind of came together organically in my studio, and uh, I ended up working with Steve Abadis, who's a uh, a producer and engineer here in Denver with Colorado Sound. But this dude's worked with everybody. And uh, when I sent it to him, he called me up right away, and he was like, hey, Scott, this reminds me of something Earth, Wind, and Fire would do. And he said, I've actually worked with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I've worked with Philip Bailey. And, um, and it was funny, in the studio as we mixed it, you know, he was telling me stories about Philip Bailey, the singer, and just said, my God, oh, yeah. this guy, when he gets in a studio and sings a track, he said, it's the most flawless, like, no auto-tune, any of that crap. It's just like, this guy nails a vocal in one take, and it's perfection. And uh, so he, you know, it was really neat to hear all those stories about Earth, Wind, and Fire. And after he told me how perfect Philip Bailey's vocals were, I was like, well, let's get back to my track, and let's add some reverb and some auto-tune. But, <laughs> but um, he... But, but uh, he really dug it, and he dug that vibe of it of just being, you know, very, uh, very earth, wind, and fire esque. So, and then the the uh, you know I work with a guy named Elgin Cahill, who's a director here in um, Denver, and he directed the video for me, and it just kind of came together. He he and I have a great relationship in which he hears my music and he really visually interprets exactly what I was talking about. And he picks up on the, the athletic theme and, and uh, you know, people that are a goat of their profession and, and it all came together in that respect. So it was cool. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that, and I might be the only guy that, uh, I don't know if a painting, if I'm working on a painting and it's, and, you know, it's, I'm sure you understand this, Scott. You know, sometimes you work on stuff, people see the end result or they hear the final, you know, after a lot of work <laughs> went down in the studio. <laughs> right. Like, oh, that right. So, and everybody thinks that every track or, or every painting is just, oh, you just sat down and knocked it. Yeah, sometimes that does happen, but it's rare. You know, I celebrate it when it happens um, because it's, it's not the norm. Um, 
sometimes they fight me a little bit, at least in my world, the paintings. And I'm sure in sure. musicians' world, I'm sure certain tracks or certain aspects of it put up a little bit of a struggle to get it to where you want. Um, but the, but the oh, public never absolutely. knows it. You know, they, they don't see it. They don't hear it. Um, sure. But I'll tell you, when that's sure. happening, now I'm going to put on the phenomenon. Before, my, uh, my go-to is I'm like, oh, let me, uh, let me call up the YouTube here. I'm uh, going the distance from Rocky because ding, ding, we're gonna, I'm going to win this fight, you know. Um, that's what, what I normally put on here in my studio. Uh, now I'll put yeah. on the phenomenon, um, you know. So I got, I got an updated motivational track. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I love it. And I'm sure my wife I love it, man. Oh, yeah. She doesn't even come in. If she hears the Rocky theme going, she ain't coming in the studio. She just keeps her distance. Yeah. She's like, nope. Right. Leave him alone. Stay out. Yep. Not, not right. fun to be around. He's in his zone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, let's, let's, uh, let's play it, and then uh, we'll play uh, Wonder View here in a little bit, too. Um, should we play it and then talk a little bit more about it? Sure, man. Or did you want to lead into it? I'm, okay, yeah. No, I'm down with well, that. Yeah, you can play it, and we can and we can yeah. chat. Look, here it is, everybody. This is the phenomenon, the Scotty Hollywood Band. Check this out. It's this is what we've been talking about. It's it's really good. Here it is. I 
like I never left. A phenom, I'm debunked, so ready, set, go. And I'm putting on a show with the flow, and you know that I'm eating like I got a chef. On the track with Gyro, it's Pyro. This should go viral, cause the way that I flow. Rhyme schemes, some cream, the highest of gasoline, or maybe designer jeans, you know the deal. I just do it for the thrills like a theme park. Now the fans call me great like a white shark. Truth on the track, on the smack like the Oscars. Okay, gonna hit like Oscar, they the Hoya. Ball ball like the Hoya. Well, Louisiana at this track for ya. Street for ya, I'm ripping for my city when I'm on. Everybody coming with me, yeah, we live yeah. Phenomenon, everybody, the Scotty Hollywood band. What a track, Scott. What a track. You're absolutely right. That does kind of have a – it doesn't remind me. I'm like, oh, this sounds like such and such. But it definitely has uh, – I could see it if, if they were doing that kind of Earth, Wind, and Fire hour, you know, fitting into that room. Yeah. Um, right. It's fresh. Yeah. I'll receive that. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. That's, cool. you know. Cool. <laughs> Well, That's I had a good fun writing it. Have fun recording it. I'm telling you, we got we got a street down here in South Florida called the A1A, and it's the Millionaire's Mile. Even though I think it's longer than a mile, um, but man, they got these giant houses, and you know, I mean, right on the beach there. And uh, I always nice. tell my wife, I'm like, man, we need to get a convertible. Um, that would be the type of track to play with the top down, driving down Millionaire's Mile there. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll set that as one of my goals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That is funny. Well, very cool, <laughs> man, very cool. Well, that's, you know, what, what a great track. Now, well, okay, we were talking about this earlier. Let me ask you on that. I hear this track, and uh, anyway, when I first heard polished, perfect, you know, great track, you don't, and you don't have the answer if you don't want to, of course, but was that an easy one, or did any of it fight you a little bit? Because it sounds like it's no, it was, just happened. Yeah, it was not an easy one, and this, this one's kind of unique in that in my past, when I've had songs that I've recorded, and I've gotten them completely done, and they don't really turn out the way you anticipated or how you heard it in your head, and normally Absolutely. those tracks, I just kind of, I throw them into the, into the junkyard. You know, they're on my computer or what have you, but I never go back to them and so forth. Because I'm so, right. the, like the past melody and the past song is so ingrained in my head that it's really hard to, to change it or to alter change. it, you know. Yeah. And that was Absolutely. one of the few, that, 
that particular track took a couple different um, variations in title and in lyrics and in melody. And that's one of them that I ended up going back because I love the groove of it, but I could never find like the right melody. And uh, I just happened to go back to it one day, scrapped all of the vocals and all of the melody and just redid it as the phenomenon. And it ended up turning out very well, but that, that was kind of a rarity. I think it was meant to be though. That's awesome. That is fantastic. And folks, see, there it goes. If you're in the creative world, sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to step away and it could be for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I've, I've got a whole shelf of paintings that are over 10 years old. That, um, and you're right. right. You, every so often you, you pull one down and you're like, yeah, we're doing this. And, uh, yeah, right. It, it works. Right. Um, and yes, yeah, this one I'm thinking of right now in particular, and I I see the image in my brain. I see it, you know. And I think it's painting. Yeah. You know, it's not. I don't know why this thing is so difficult. Um, but it's uh, <laughs> it's not overly detailed or anything. I should. This is one I should be able to just knock out, but I haven't been able to do it. And uh, maybe maybe you've inspired yep. me this. Maybe you've inspired me. Maybe tomorrow morning I'll. Uh, that'll be the one I. There you go. Out, you know. Uh, go back to it. I, I call it the chapter one rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now let me ask you. You said you started playing drums at a young age. Did you also? Were you like a theater kid in school? Were you into the acting thing, or did that come after music? Yeah, you know, the acting thing came later. So um, I was a drummer, you know, all through, um, gosh, elementary school, middle school, high school. And in wow. high school, I started playing in bands. Um, yeah. And uh, init- initially, I was just playing the drums in the band. And then slowly, we didn't have a singer. So I started, I w- really didn't have you, singing chops. You've but got, uh, you've got my charisma, band said, so, hey, you know. Yeah, you can sing, guy. you can sing and play drums at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so I started doing that, and pr- pretty soon I they kind of pushed me out front to be the the front man, and we replaced the drumming with another drummer, and uh, um, that's the kind of you know kind of progressed from there. So it was quite a process. Well, I remember in high school, um, the musicians I knew. Uh, if you, there was one kid in particular, uh, his name was Blaine. I can't remember his last name, but he um, he was a really good drummer, and he was in eleven different bands because drummers <laughs> are hard to find. You know, right? Good ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he uh, and you know it's funny because out of all those guys, I look back now and I'm thinking, well, who, you know, because everybody wanted to be. Well, first off, everybody I knew wanted to be a guitar player. Everybody wanted to be. Uh, uh, Randy Rhodes or Eddie Van Halen. That was the big dream. Um, I yeah. had a group of friends. I actually, they formed a band. And I had to tell them, I'm like, guys, you can't have 12 guitar players. Somebody's going to have to sing. You know, are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> right. Because they all wanted to be a guitarist. Um, but Blaine, out of all those guys, is the only one who wound up actually working in professional music, you know? Um there you and go. I'm sure because he, probably, he played it every night, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He had the most experience. Probably got a, lo- a lot of checks, too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> but 
And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Al Hendrickson Toyota has done it again. The number one Toyota volume dealer in the Southeast region per 2023 new Toyota retail sales in the Southeast region per Southeast Toyota distributors three years in a row. Who saves you money? Al Hendrickson Toyota. Lease a 2024 Toyota Camry LE for $99 a month. Only $99 a month for 36 months. Shop alhendricksontoyota.com slash new vehicle specials for offer details which expire 229.24. Who saves you money? The easy to get to Al Hendrickson Toyota West Sample Road. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... P-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Now, let me ask you this. Okay, that's the big question, because we've got a lot of young uh, guys and gals uh, these days, you know, listening to the podcast here, saying, you know, yeah, I want to meet girls. 
who meets more girls, the drummer or the lead singer, in your experience, Scotty? That's a great, uh, great, great question. You know, I, hey, if you're in a band, I think everybody's in a band initially to pick up girls. I think it it's, it it fares <laughs> you pretty well. So, and I've done it as the drummer, and that worked pretty well. Um, but I can say as the front man, as the lead singer, um, yeah, that's 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 the position you want to be in with yeah, the ladies, yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, for those in my world, in the artistic bent, if you can draw a girl's face on a a cocktail napkin that looks remotely like her, yeah, you're pretty much, that's pretty much a check and make. (laughs) You know, you're in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You've used that trick before. (laughs) Many years. You know, the funny, I have a funny story about that. I was in art school, and um, the performing arts uh, wing of the school I went to in Boston was across the street, and uh, one day I was hanging out, and I noticed all these these ballerinas were down uh, leading their class, you know, and I'm like, oh, man. So the next day, I was down there at the bus station, and that was my sketch pad, and I was just sketching away, and, you know, of course, they came over some of them and what are you doing i'm like i'm so sorry ladies you caught me i'm just a poor painter you know i can i'm going to school and i can't afford models or anything like that oh well we'll model any time for you (laughs) (laughs) a couple of them came to my house cleaned my apartment made me dinner brought me a bag of groceries oh boy the rough life of an artist (laughs) yeah i'm telling you now, wasn't it, every day wasn't like that, but when it was, oh boy, um, that's crazy. <laughs> now, we've got another track, uh, Wonder Zoo. I Hopefully I'm saying this correctly. Um, tell us a little bit about this track. Yeah, this was what, the last single, right? Yeah, Wonder Zoo. Uh, yeah, this is very uh, ballady, so it's a very slow song. Um, kind of winds up the, um, uh, winds down the album. And uh, okay. Wonder Voo is, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a pretty uh, um, kind of from, from the perspective almost of somebody who's, you know, maybe alone in an apartment looking at the city mm. in the distance. They're very lonely. They're very kind of isolated. It, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a party track like the phenomenon, <laughs> I can tell you that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit lonely, isolation, you know, maybe the human experience on that, you know, those occasions where you're feeling a little bit, uh, uh, you know, a little bit outcast or lonely. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gotten a lot of attention, and I think it struck a, struck a chord. It's really organic. I mean, I played it just on a piano and uh, put a vocal down that's pretty, pretty raw, and uh, when the, you know, the producer got involved in the engineer, they loved the vocal because it was just, you know, they felt like it really emoted a good feeling, you know, of what the song was about. So um, I hope you dig it. Uh, it's called Wonder Voo, And, you know, the whole album's called Wonder Voo, which is a tiny little town outside of a ski resort that I go to all the time. Anytime I'm driving to this resort in uh, Denver, uh, there's, I passed through this tiny little town called Wonder Boo, 
And anytime I've seen the sign for Wonder Do, and it's like a nothing town. There's probably 500 people that live there. But I just, every time right. I went through, I was like, that is such a cool title. I got to use that. And I ended up using it as a title for my records. So. Nice. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Here it is, folks. Wonder Voo. Check it out. Tempo a little bit, but uh, yeah, thank you very much. 
well, you got to have a track, you know, you got to have a track where you, you give your, your, your best gal a little squeeze, you know, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong at all. Um, there you go. You know, I think it's a, a smart move to bring the energy down. Don't just cut it off high energy on the album, you know. I mean, that's, that's no good. I hate when bands do that. You now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, leave, like the leave, just, leave them you know, wanting more. Like yeah. Two o'clock at the club. Yeah, you just don't want the lights coming on. You know, you gotta ease me into that. Last bit. call. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh man, that's cool. That is cool. So let me ask you this, um, no, because I've, I've got a couple. Uh, I got a couple uh, tweets here from people asking um, about your acting. Now you've been in a, you've got an IMDb page. We, we, no, we didn't put the link up. I guess we could. We could put it on here. Um, you've been mostly independent films and commercials. At yeah, this point, I've. Right? Uh, yeah, right. I when I moved out to Denver, I signed with a company and uh, you know did a lot of uh, commercial work and independent films, nice. independent projects. Um, uh, most recently, I you know I just got cast as a uh, as a lead in a uh, Christmas movie, which is going to come out in nice. 2024. That's what the world needs is another Christmas movie. Uh, hey, there's nothing <laughs> but, wrong with that. But yeah, My I'm, I'm excited about it. Watch those yeah. the whole month of December. <laughs> they don't turn yeah, them they, off. They, 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 they yeah. turn, they do. Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, I'm uh I'm playing opposite uh Aeon Cruz, the actress. I don't know if you've heard of her really? A really talented actress. And uh um so we're heading down next uh next week. Um, you know, they're putting us up down in um Pagosa Springs, Colorado which is way south, nice. you know, kind of on the border. Yeah. And uh, it's a real, you know, snowed in. I think they have like 20 inches of snow out there. And uh, it's a real Christmas town. But we're going to be filming this movie over a five, seven-day period, I think, just kind of stranded in this little Christmas town and uh, filming this movie. So I'm excited about it. I play a uh, baker. And the uh, my love interest is Aeon, who falls in love with the baker. you got to fall in love with the baker. I mean, the baker makes yeah. the pies, the bread, the cake. Um, so, uh, That's who I would fall you know, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, uh, we're going to see how it goes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to bake and I'm going to act. And it's going to be a, a fun couple days stranded in uh, Pagosa Springs. Now, let me ask you this, Scott. Are you doing the method acting? You know, are you, have you been baking a lot at home just to get into that role, you know, to get into that mindset and everything? <laughs> it's funny you say that. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, as I've been running, as I've been running my lines, and it's a lot to learn, you know. So, uh, and it's oh, funny yeah. you say that because I do have a series of baking apparatus, uh, you know, in my studio here. Where as I run the lines, I have a, I'll have a spatula in my hand, some butter, um, a plate, nice. you know, uh, just to go. try to get me in the mode of just you know, doing multitasking as I'm delivering the lines, I need to look like a baker. So uh, hopefully I can pull it off. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I, uh, last night, I, I, as I said at the beginning of the show, my wife's out of town for the week. So it's just me and our, our pets here. 
And um, so I'm looking through the freezer about noontime. I'm going, yeah, what am I going to make for dinner? And there was a, a thing of ground pork in the freezer. And I know my wife will never eat that. <laughs> It'll never get eaten <laughs> if she's here. So I'm, I looked at my dog, and my dog had a brilliant idea. She's like, yeah, Papa, let's, uh, let's grill that up. Let's make some ground pork hamburgers. And I'm like, I've never heard of such a thing, Mei Ling. Is it possible? Can we do this? And uh, yeah, we did it, man. We went to YouTube, looked up some recipes, <laughs> grilled by our Good for you. out in the backyard with the grill. <laughs> you know, my neighbors are looking at me like, what are you doing? Nice. What the hell's wrong with them? Yeah, they were great. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. Well, hey, cooking is you. like art, man. It's uh, it's artistic. It, yep. It, you have to have that flair, you know, and you got to be have patience. That's the big thing. Um, very cool. Well, one of the great things I like about you, uh, in addition to being a phenomenal musician, is your acting. And we're friends now. We, uh, we you know, we, we, you've been on the show, so that means I can have you back. <laughs> and I get to have you back Damn. doubly because I can have you back for music when new singles are dropping and when you got a new movie coming out. It's a win-win. That sounds great, man. No, I would. You do such a great job on your program, and uh, I've checked out some past episodes, and I'd be honored to come back anytime. I do quite a bit of these shows, and uh, absolutely, if uh, if Jamie rocks, uh, reaches out, I'm going to make it happen, man. I'm going to be there. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, hey, folks, like I said, Scott uh, is working with um, MTS. If you are in a band or you know, musician or something, and you need some somebody to, you know, get on it for you digitally and whatnot. I don't work for them or anything. I don't know what the deal is there. I don't know if you got to go pick up uh, their dry cleaning or wash their dogs or whatever, but all I'm saying is get them in your corner. They're real good at what they do. <laughs> you know, introduce us. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. That's awesome. And, Scott, I want to tell you on a personal note, you know, if you ever have one of those mornings where you get up and you're like, oh, I don't know, man, I don't feel like there's one cat in South Florida here that hopes you, uh, that, that's going to mentally tell you, no, nope, make it happen, man, <laughs> because I'm a big fan and I want to hear more. <laughs> I want to hear more. I love it. it no, I love it, Jamie. Thank you. I... We have yeah, a link I can't wait to, to check out your, your work. Oh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll send you a link. But speaking of links, we have one to the scottyhollywoodband.com. It's, it's uh, Scott's website, uh, the band's website. And, um, yeah, be sure to check it out, man. All kinds of – this is a nice website, Scott. I don't know – when it, if you hang out uh, with whoever, you know, made this, buy them a cup of coffee because it's simple. It's easy to navigate. I love it. This isn't a crazy website at all. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. That's it's it. yeah, Sim- simplicity, man. I'm telling you. I'm, well, I know all these weirdo artists, and they always have the craziest website. I'm like, I I wanted to hear your track. I couldn't find. They're like, did you give the banana to the monkey in the tree? I'm like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Just put a link on there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Right. <sighs> Crazy, crazy, and I dig that font. You know me, I'm a visual guy. That, that Scotty Hollywood yep, font yep. with the, the wise or martini glasses. I mean, maybe they're not. I don't, that's what I'm seeing. 
pretty cool, you know? Pretty what? cool. Mm-hmm. Well, keep doing what you're doing, Scotty, because you are real, real good at it. Everybody, the Scotty Hollywood Band. Um, now, I noticed something else I wanted to ask you about real quick before I let you go. Not a big yes, social media presence. Do you, um, and I couldn't find links or anything. Or do you kind of, are you one of those unicorns that kind of stays away from social media? You know, no, I'm not. I, uh, I've kind of run a, uh, you know, a bit of a conflicted thing. I, I put out so much music under my own name, mm. which is Scott Argero. And, uh, so, you know, I've, I've in coupling Scott Argero with the Scotty Hollywood band, um, you know, there's a little bit of a disconnect there, but I at the same time, Absolutely. I kind of dig it because, uh, it's, it's calling people into my songwriting as Scott Argero, as well as the band presence as the Scotty Hollywood band. So, um, yeah, we're, uh, you know, the, the machine is, uh, is built, but, uh, I think we I think we could expand our social media presence a little bit, and uh, um, uh, you know I'm starting to get. I don't a know, lot Scott. Of, uh, I'm jealous. Yeah. That you don't have. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I saw that and I'm like, oh, I, I want to be where he is. No, but I know exactly what there you're you talking go. about. I had the same problem for years, man. Years. Everybody um, in my podcasting world, they're like, you know. That's all they would focus on. And I'm like, guys, I'm not a podcaster who paints. I'm a painter who has a podcast. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. the opposite of yeah. what you're thinking. It was, it, and people well, are like, yeah, and it is a first world problem, folks. I get it. I own it. Um, but the thing is, is it's difficult because you, you a lot time and, and effort to, and, you know, only so much for whatever project you're working on. So sometimes it's, it's sure. rough till you get that balance. Till you get that balance. But it sounds yeah, like MTS and Michael have done such a great job promoting this, you know, over overseas. And uh, I'm at a stage yeah. now where on Instagram, you know, if I go out to have dinner and take a picture of the restaurant, I'm getting people from the UK liking it. And uh, um, That's awesome. so. <laughs> So it's it's pretty That's interesting, cool, and there's some wacky there's some wacky chicks in the UK too that want to fly to Denver. Um, so I'm, <laughs> it wow. it starts to open you up to some uh, some wild stuff. Yeah, having the the movie star good looks doesn't hurt that game much either. You know. So. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, very cool. Well, Scott, keep doing what you're doing, man. And I'm going to stay right in touch and break a leg next week, um, you know, in the uh, shooting the old film there. Um, you know, have some adventures and everything. But not too crazy. Not too crazy. Uh, we don't want any <laughs> rough situations happening or anything crazy like that, you know. Um, That's good Good advice, Jamie Rocks. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, You know, this episode, of course, we convert it to a podcast. That's when we uh, fix any little things, and uh, that's when we put our commercials in and everything. Um, If you'd like to listen to the podcast commercial-free while you can, go to my website, scroll down the main page a little bit, and you'll get to the VIP link. That's the fancy thing we came up with for our uh, Patreon. So 
Uh, over on Patreon, every podcast, it's one of the things, if you're a VIP, is commercial free. Um, the majority of people don't care about that, so they pay the freight by listening to the ads. And we appreciate it. Not only listen, use the codes, because every ad we have, uh, the folks who are advertising usually put a code in there and it'll save you a couple bucks. And then take that savings and head right over to the Scotty, Scotty Hollywood Band. Uh, dot com page and you can pick up their new EP um, right right here it. yeah absolutely absolutely um, help get the word out folks and you know it's the world's still weird so remember patience is a virtue be nice to people and uh, don't freak out <laughs> you know that's my advice my advice <laughs> I find Karen videos on YouTube immensely entertaining, but I don't want to see you on one. So, you know, <laughs> there's already enough of those people. Anyway, yeah, you're not going to talk the cop out of it, man. I'm just telling you. Once you're in the car, it's done. <laughs> Anyhow, have a great one, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.